The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick. It's your Tuesday, July 16th edition. Got a 15-game run tap tonight, and it's going to be offensive galore. It's going to be nasty. There's going to be runs for days. It's going to be a wild night on the DFS landscape. Before you do that, go check out thequantedge.com. They're a co-sponsor of the podcast, and they're doing great work over there, getting ready for the NFL season when they crushed it last year. And they're going to just double that, triple that, quadruple that this year. It's absolutely crazy what they're doing over there. They acquired Power Hour DFS and all the great stuff from Hodge and company. And they've added even more awesome tools that Elliot Chris has been talking about. Really, really great stuff over there. Highly recommend it. And if you buy the NFL season package for $149.95, you use promo code Bubba, you get the rest of MLB free. It's that simple, and it's the it's a great deal. It's worth every penny. It's I highly, highly recommend it. So if you play NFL DFS, you want the quantedge.com and you can get the re- the whole season for $149.99. Use promo code Bubba and you get the rest of MLB free. If you're not an NFL guy and you want to play the rest of MLB and you want the rest of the package, get it for $49.99 by using promo code Bubba. So go check out the quantedge.com. Promo code Bubba gets you everything you need over there, and I highly, highly recommend it. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDentric. It's worth every penny. All right, let's get into this 15-game slate tonight. We have totals, Dodgers, Phillies, 9.5. Rays, Yankees, waiting on that one because the Rays have a start an opener. Nationals, Orioles, 11. Tigers, Indians, 11. Padres, Marlins, 8. There's our low one of the night. And I actually think they'll be offensive. That's the funny part. Uh, Blue Jays, Red Sox, 11. D-backs, Rangers, 10. Reds, Cubs, 10.5. Braves, Brewers, 9.5. Mets, Twins, 10. White Sox Royals waiting on that one. That should have some offense as well. Pirates Cardinals 9. Giants Rockies 14 and a half. Astros Angels waiting on that one because the Astros are using an opener yet again. And then Mariners A's 9 and a half. So for those keeping track at home, we have 12 totals right now. 10 of them are actually, no, no, more than 10. My bad. 11 of the 12 are 9 or higher. Seven of the 12 are 10 or higher. Offensive bonanza. And you'll tell by the pitching when we talk about it right about now. But real quick, 
Weather-wise, there's some wind blowing out uh, in the northeast. Not crazy wind, like 8 to 10 miles an hour. It's really, really hot out there. Uh, Washington and Baltimore, 15% chances of rain. Detroit, Cleveland, 30 to 40% chances of rain. And then Arizona and Texas, they're going to tell you the wind's blowing in from right about 11 miles an hour. I don't care. It's over 100 degrees there. It is The Paul is going to fly out of Texas. Like over the weekend, Houston and uh, Texas, the offense, get ready for it tonight. Arizona, Texas, boom, shakalaka. So yeah, offensive everywhere. And then Coors as well with Lambert versus Pomeranz. It's going to be wild, folks. Home run derby type night. Or if you want to like treat the blood pressure a bit, there's a six-game turbo and a seven-game turbo slate. If you want to shrink down the action and condense it, you can play those as well. The tournaments usually aren't as good. But if you're just looking for action and you're not worried about the you know big, big pot, you just want to win some money, get some green screens, that's another way to do it. That's a great way to help build the bankroll. If you don't want to attack a 15-game slate like this where there's so many options with all these totals, shrink it down to six-game or seven-game slate. Make it happen. All right, pitching on this slate. you got Lance Lynn in that super, super hitting environment in Texas. He's 11-2. It's a little wild. It's like throwing him in the Coors at an 11-2 price tag. But he's been money against Arizona this year. 29 DraftKings points per start. He's got 3-9 home ERA, over 20 points per start there. He's got uh, 18 or more points in over 10 straight starts. He's been outstanding. Uh, I know the price tag is steep. It's really tough to, to justify that in that hitting environment. Arizona strikes out 21% of the time. Lynn almost a 26% K rate. And when you look at Arizona, even with that high, high total in that ballgame, only a 4.5 team total versus Lynn. Lefty's 283. Righty's 291. I can go to Lynn. I have no problem going to Lynn. Just know it's going to be really risky. But every time we think it's going to be risky with Lance Lynn, he proves us wrong. So um, anything can happen on this night. It, it's ugly. Lynn is in play, but 11-2 steep. And I don't find myself getting there a lot. We'll see how builds go throughout the day. I do like him a ton. Tonight might not be the night for Lynn, but I wanted to mention him because he's still a very good player. And if, you know, by the end of the night, he gives up 12 runs, I wouldn't be shocked at the same time. If he goes seven innings, gives up two runs and strikes out 12, which he's done recently, I wouldn't be shocked either. He's going to get you 25 to 30 plus points and then you're going to be rolling. So Lynn is that good. Arizona's offense is sneaky good at times, but at other times it just goes just goes ice cold. So Lynn at 11-2, I, I understand the pricing. It's just if it was almost in any other ballpark besides Coors Field or Texas right now, I'd be all aboard this train. If it was in Arizona, oh, I'd be playing Lance Lynn in a heartbeat. Right now, you got to at least step back and analyze the uh, the destruction that can take place there and realize, is it worth it? If you're ready to, to, to sweat it out, I have no problem with Lance Lynn. But if you're sitting there and, you know, after two innings and if something goes wrong, you're going to start complaining, probably don't play Lance Lynn. That's just the way I'm going to put it to you. Walker Buehler, 10-2, $1,000 cheaper than Lynn at Philadelphia. It technically is one of the lower totals on the slate. But uh, Lynn has 22 or more DraftKings points in uh, five of his last six. He's been very, very good. And, and the one bad start he had was at Coors. We'll take that one out. So five of his last five real starts, he has 22 or more DraftKings points. He's really figured it out at Philadelphia. Philadelphia, good offense, but they strike out 23% of the time. And on the road, Walker Buehler is a minus 170 Road favorite. That is outstanding. 27% K rate, almost 42% ground ball rate for Bueller. The Philadelphia Phillies have the fourth lowest team total at 4.2. Lefties 285, righties 263. A lot to like there with Bueller. Yeah, the Phillies can run into one from time to time. Kershaw looked outstanding last night, like we talked about. Bueller at 10 2 on a slate like this is a really good play. Really, really good play uh, on paper. Great play for Walker Bueller. 
One that's surprising, and I'm really curious to see his ownership because on a slate like this, uh, when I first looked at the prices, I'm like, there's no effing way Jordan Yamamoto is 9500 bucks. No way. Then you break it down. He's in Miami. Phenomenal hitting ballpark. He's at home where he has a 164 ERA averaging about 18 points. On the road, he's out of one ERA averaging 19. He's Again, he's in Miami. He's facing the San Diego Padres. That's always a good one. They can be sneaky at times, but that's a good one. He essentially has 22 or more DraftKings points in four of his five starts. He's had one rocky start against the Phillies. Everything else has been outstanding. The Padres strike out over 26% of the time. First right-handed pitching. Yamamoto's shown a 27% K rate. He does have trouble with walks. 13.5% walk rate. Gives up a lot of fly balls, but good, good thing. Guess what? Guess what they're playing? Miami. That helps quite a bit. Yamamoto at 95 is very interesting. San Diego, the third lowest team total, 4.1. Lefties, 299. Righties, 270. And San Diego, 311. Woba versus right-handed pitching. Yamamoto at 95, as much as I did not want to go here, this is very, very enticing. And he is um, actually atop my options, 9K and above. This is my guy. The more I looked at him last night, the more I checked things out, the more I looked how ugly this slate is. Yamamoto at 95 is my dude. Now I want to check ownership. I don't want a chalky Yamamoto. At the same time, when 15 games on the slate, you can differentiate your bats. Take chalky Yamamoto. Take a guy with 20 plus, plus point upside in a great pitcher's ballpark against a, an offense that, outside of a couple you know GPP type plays, not much going on there. Machado's probably cheap. I haven't even looked at the bat prices yet, but he's always cheap because DK's drunk. But uh, yeah, really interesting stuff there. Lastly, in the 9K and aboves, Michael Pinata, $9,200. Wait, wait, hear me out, hear me out. He's got 28 or more DraftKings points in two straight starts at the White Sox, home against Texas. He scuffled against Kansas City, then 18 against Boston, 17 against Seattle, 18 against Milwaukee, 22 against Seattle. He had, he's had a couple of rocky ones, but hey, that's Michael Pinata. $9,200, though, against the Mets team, which strikes out over 21% of the time. 22% carry for Pinata. Uh, lots of fly balls. Lots of hard contact. That is always scary. The thing we know about Pinata, if he can limit the the damage, aka we know he's going to give up home runs, make him solo. We're okay. We're not looking for a shutout because that's not what he does. But at the same time, the Mets have a four point seventeen total. Lefties two ninety nine, righties three sixty five off Pinata, and a lot of strikeouts in that arm for Pinata. So ninety two hundred bucks on a slate like this, where you need a, a pitcher with upside, but not not you know spinning eleven thousand two hundred. Pinata's your guy. So I don't mind him at all. So ranking the 9K and above, I got Yamamoto 1, Michael Pineda 2, Walker Buehler 3, Lancelin 4. Lancelin's 4 strictly on price point alone. That's price point and that matchup environment. That's why Lancelin is is ranked 4th. But Yamamoto and Pineda, save some cash. Go to Buehler or Mr. Lin. All right, let's drop down below 10K. And it gets, it gets real fun here, folks. Buckle up. Buckle up. CC Sabathia, $8,800 at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. I respect the hell out of the Tampa Bay Rays. No hiding that one. CC's more that comfort zone. He's faced Tampa four times this year. He's averaging 15.5 points per start. On a slate with as much offense as you, you have, if you got a guy that's going to give you hopefully 15-plus points, you're going to want to take him. And he's been really good at home. A 2-3 home ERA compared to 5-8 on the road. Averaging almost 20 points per game at home. His last start was at Tampa, 7 innings, 3 earned 5Ks for 144 
Get 26-7, and they face Tampa at home. Six innings, one earned, seven Ks for 26 points. So he's been very, very effective. His other home start against Tampa was 15, and then a road start of seven. And that's just because he didn't strike anybody out. So he's been okay against Tampa overall. 8800 bucks does show some upside. The Tampa offense is good. Not going to hide it at all. So they strike out 22.5% of the time versus lefties. But uh, CC, you know, isn't, isn't dominating, but he's been very, very effective. You got a Tampa Bay team. Uh, lefties 271, righties 323 versus CC. But Tampa, a 314 Wobo and a 153 ISO. Surprisingly lower than you expect for that team against uh, left-handed pitching. So keep that in mind. But, you know, now Brosu's there. He's crushing it. And uh, Avisil's heating up. Fam's heating up. They do have some options. They're going to Travis Diano, three dongs last night. Everyone play him. No, please don't everyone play him. Like He's good for another four strikeouts or pretty soon. So be careful. But CC at 8800 bucks, Very, very much an option on this slate. Another one that, <clears throat> sorry, is puked in my mouth. Andrew Kashner, $8,300. Oh, God, this is tough. He's faced Toronto twice this year. 13 innings pitch, 7Ks, 1 earned, averaging almost 22 points per appearance versus Toronto. This will be his whole, his debut, his home debut against the Boston, for the Boston Red Sox, his new club. He pitched uh, at Toronto's last time out, 7 innings, 3 hits, 1 earned, 4Ks for 24 DraftKings points. He had 24 and 29.4 in his last two starts before getting dealt. Um, and the thing I like about this is Kashner's sketchy as hell, but he's a minus 190 home favorite. And you got Toronto, who strikes out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Kastner is 17% K rate, but almost a 50% ground ball rate, which is very, very nice. Very, very nice in this matchup. Toronto, a 4.8 team total. Lefties, 288. Righties, 389 versus Kastner. So Kastner at 83, worth a look as well. And then lastly, in the 7 and 8K range, Jack Flaherty, 7,400 bucks. I expect him to be very, very popular tonight. Mikolas was really good last night, not striking guys out as usual, but we talked about him at home. Not a big strikeout guy, but effective. He did the job. Uh, you got Flaherty, who at home as well, 3-4-8 ERA, averaging almost 17.5 points per start, compared to almost a 6 ERA on the road. Recent home starts, he got beat up by Oakland, with him prior to that, 22.8 against Miami, uh, 20.9 against Chicago. He's been on the road a ton lately, so people are going to have a kind of a bad taste in their mouth, but you know, it's like 6 or 7 of his last 10 starts have been on the road, and he's been very, very bad on the road. So, Jack Flaherty, Pittsburgh, doesn't strike out a lot, about 19% carry versus righties. He is almost a minus 170 home favor, which is really nice. Still has a 26.5% K rate, almost a 13% swinging strike rate, 36% ground ball rate. There's a lot to like with Flaherty when he's not um, giving up the bombs, and that's been the thing with Flaherty because he was even pitching well in that Oakland game, and then I think it was the third time through the order, and then boom, goes the dynamite. Pittsburgh has the second lowest team total at 3.96. That's one to keep an eye on. Lefty's 367. Righty's 273 versus Flaherty. So at 7400 bucks, he's in play for you tonight. So in this 7 and 8K range, I got Flaherty 1, CC 2, Kashner 3. Now dropping down to get even more fun at $7,000 on the dot. Zach Plesak making his return from AAA to face the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Detroit, he's faced them once this year, seven innings pitched, one earned, two Ks for 18.2 points. He's been averaging 17 points per start at home this season. Recent starts against Detroit, 18-2. Cincinnati, 11-8. New York, 21-6. Had some other really good road starts in there as well. Obviously some hiccups, but facing Detroit is always a good thing for especially young pitchers, considering they strike out almost 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching. And you got a you got a $7,000 pitcher. Where wins in DraftKings could have to get you four points, which could be really big on a night like tonight. And he's a minus 255 home favorite. He is by far the highest favorite on this slate. 
So win equity alone makes Zach Blesak very interesting at this price point. Uh, not a big K guy, 18% K rate, but a 41% ground ball rate. Again, facing the Tigers. Plutko let us down last night, which you figured it was an option. But uh, Plesak's a better pitcher than Plutko, and that's what I like about this quite a bit. Um, Detroit's got a 4.25 team total. Lefty's 344, righty's 369. We look at Detroit, 294 Woba, 146 ISO versus right-handed pitching. Sure, they got the Plutko last night. Could they get to Plesak? Sure, no problem at all. At the same time, there's a bunch of upside there for Plesak. $7,000, big fan. Your other guy is rockier than Rocky, but Dario Agrizal at 6600 bucks at the St. Louis Cardinals. 2-7 road ERA, 3 home ERA. It doesn't strike anybody out. That's the biggest thing. He's averaging 12 points per game on the road. He got you 10.7 against Milwaukee. He got you 16.7 at Houston. He got you 7 at Miami in his three starts. He just doesn't, you know, 1, 3, and 3 strikeouts. That's the thing. No big Ks, but uh, it is St. Louis. You can sit there and target them at uh, every once in a while. They strike out 23% of the time versus righties. Again, a 10.3% strikeout rate. But a 37% ground ball rate is not bad at all. Uh, St. Louis, a five-team total. Lefties, 287. Righties, 411. We look at the Cardinals, 297. Woba, 132. Ice overs, right-handed pitching. Not very good. So if you need a punt at 66, it's Agrizal. I'm trying not to go below Plesak right now. Maybe more will open up as the day goes on. But it's Plesak, it's Agrizal, and that's where I'm at tonight. Recapping the pitching, Yamamoto, Pineda, Bueller, Lynn up top, Flaherty, CeCe, Cashner in the middle, Plesak, Agrizal down below. All right, let's check out the hitting on this slate. Again, if you give a rating and review on iTunes of the podcast, literally take a couple minutes. Uh, it would mean the world to me. I'd appreciate it a lot. You have no idea. So if you could do that, it would really, really, really mean a lot to me. All right, catcher's position, Mitch Garver facing Steven Matz at 4900 bucks tonight is juicy. If you're paying up for catcher, that is a juicy, juicy one for you there. Minnesota 5.3 team total, lefty's 375, righty's 330 versus Matz. Garver in a great spot in that one. Christian Vasquez got a good look there versus Wagga Wagga, whatever his name is from Toronto, Wagga Spocky. Uh, wow. If Steven Vogue gets to start versus Lambert at 45, I told you how much I liked him yesterday. He went deep. That's a really good look for you there as well. A couple others to take a peek at. Uh, he has Monty Grandal at 4200 bucks versus Bryce Wilson. Buster Posey at 42 versus Lambert. Posey went deep yesterday in that offensive bonanza for the Gigantes in game one of that double dip. So a couple options for you there. Um, Vic Caratini should be getting the start for the Cubbies with Wilson Contreras going to the IL. Vic's 3900 bucks. Don't mind that at all. Just hit in the middle of that order. Travis D'Arnaud's 38. He's going to be very, very popular tonight after triple donging yesterday. Don't go chasing waterfalls, kids. Uh, those that grew up in the 80s and early 90s know what I'm talking about there. Dropping down even farther, like Danny Jansen against Kashner at 35. He's got a little bit of appeal if you want to save some cash. Jorge Alfaro versus Allen at 34 I like a lot. I don't know why Josh Allen's price so high. Um, the Marlins have the lowest team total. I'm really confused by this because lefty's 402, righty's 365 off Logan Allen. Um, Logan hasn't shown me crap, really. He's had a couple okay appearances. But he's been very, very hittable. I think the Marlins... The crappy part is there's so many better offenses tonight, but the Marlins are going to be so low-owned, and they are in a sneaky good spot against Allen. It's, it's really sucks. That's where maybe playing the turbo and getting a little Marlins exposure to be different going to be interesting. But even if you put like a two-to-three-man two Marlins stack into anything else you have, it doesn't matter how chalky the rest of your stuff is. If the Marlins go off, you're gold. Jorge Alfaro, 3400 bucks though. Don't mind that at all. Uh, farther down, if you need a, a few other cheapies here, like a Josh Fedley versus Marco Gonzalez at 33. 
he's in play for you. And then it sucks Martin Maldonado got traded to the Cubs. We don't have our usual Royals punt. If Jan Gomes is playing, he's 29. Uh, John Hicks is 28. A couple like Mike Zunino will be 27 versus Sabathia. You could look that direction if you need. But uh, And then you'll have, obviously, our buddy Jeff Mathis. $2,000 versus the lefty Young from Arizona. Nice punt for you there as well. First base, Josh Bell's a GPP play, but Freddie Freeman, I love him yesterday. He's GPP tonight because Woodruff I respect, but Freeman went deep yesterday. He's 51. Yeah, Carlos Santana switch hitting versus uh, Carpenter. Big play here for Cleveland. Uh, they kind of let me down a bit yesterday. They still put up eight runs. It's just It wasn't the big boys that did it. It was the small boys, and that always sucks when that happens. But it happens, and Cleveland's got a 6.75 team total, currently third highest on the slate, currently the highest non-Coors game on the slate. Ryan Carpenter is a home run given up machine. Lefty's hitting 359, righty's 403. So Carlos Santana at 5K, very much worth a look for you tonight. Don't sleep on the tribe. Uh, Max Muncy's not bad versus Vinny V, but uh, we got our Dodgers love last night. Might not be going back there as much today. He's in play, but not as not as much of a love as I had yesterday. Um, going farther down, like Dino Murphy, 49 Coors. Sure, Pomeranz sucks. Brandon Belt at Coors, a 48 price tag bump, but uh, he's in play. A couple others to look at here, though. Jock Jams, 4,500 versus Vinny V at first base outfield. Definitely GPP relevant there. No hiding that one. Uh, Renato Nunez, you prefer him versus lefties and righties, but uh, Voth is a very pitch-to-contact guy, so it's got to be weird. Be weird, but I'd rather, at that same price point at 4,400, I'd rather go Jose Abreu versus Sparkman or the red-hot Yuli Gurriel versus Andrew Heaney. That's where I'd be going at 44. That's the other thing on a slate this big. You're going to get a lot of guys in the low fours, high threes that you can definitely make cases for like you got Abreu you got Gurriel you got Anthony Rizzo at 43 versus Anthony DiScafani that's definitely a play you can make the last three games Rizzo started to get it going again 14 12 and 10 so that means a streak is on the, the horizon here you got a um, a Cubs team with a 5.5 team total lefties 352 righties 274 versus DiScafani Anthony Rizzo at 43 definite value on this slate when you are looking at the Nationals they have a, they have a total just above six it's Asher Wojciechowski, lefty's 276, righty's 389, but this guy's just bad, really bad for Toronto, or for Baltimore, so, and it's in Baltimore, and you get the Baltimore bullpen, so Matt Adams at 43, in play for you as well. A few others to take a look at, Michael Chavis went grand salami time last night, so he'll be interesting tonight. Nate Lowe had the day off yesterday, getting CC today at 41, it's a lefty-lefty matchup, but I don't completely hate it with Lowe, I think there's other options tonight, but uh, he'll be a nice low on play that always has that big dong upside. Garrett Cooper, first base outfit eligible. Talked about targeting Logan Allen. Getting Garrett Cooper at 4K has some serious appeal to it. 19-2, 23-18-10 in his last five. So 10 or more in four of his last five. Uh, Garrett Cooper, nice look for you there. Again, tons of plays. Trey Mancini's down to 3,900 in GPP. You can look there. Uh, Somehow Travis Dayarnaud's got first base eligibility now. That's intriguing. Not really. Uh, Justin Smoke in the GPP at 37. Ryan Zimmerman at 37. If they crack the lineup, nice values for you in that one. Um, other than that, you know, you could pick your poisons down. But like Jake Lamb in that super hitting environment in Texas at 3,600 versus uh, Lynn is, is a GPP play. You got Joey Votto versus Mills. Uh, I believe Mills is making his debut. Uh, since he's, since Yeah, Alec Mills making his debut. Uh, Cincinnati's got a team total at 5. Joey Votto at 36. Very interesting in that one. It's going to be nice and warm in Chicago again tonight. So a lot of options at first base. This is where the TQE member Discord and the uh, FSD free Slack chat 
really help you get, get your lineups together as you go on. Second base, Lourdes Gurriel is a phenomenal play for you there. Danny Santana, really good play against uh, Young at 4900 bucks. Texas is going to be a good one. Team total of 5.5, Alex Young. Uh, he's going to get beat around tonight. I could see this getting ugly for the kid. A uh, few farther down here, I could tell Marte at 46 in a GPP. Jeff McNeil, really good play at 4500 bucks. I don't mind Pineda at all, but McNeil, this dude's just a beast. Second base outfit eligible. He's averaging over 12 in his last 10. 18, 12, and 10 in his last three. 2, 6, 5, 14, 6, 22, 18. Tremendous upside with Jeff McNeil. Great cash game play. Tons of upside there. Uh, A little farther down, you got legs like uh, Kesson here. Mike Moustakas at only 43, getting a discount there. Uh, Kevin Biggio at 42 in a GPP. Adam Frazier at 41 if you're stacking. Pittsburgh's really solid, but Jose Altuve is still only $4,000. He only got two points last night. He let us down, but prior to that, 30, 24, 14, 0, 10. $4,000 against Andrew Heaney. I can get behind that. He hits lefties extremely well in his entire career, so don't sleep on that one. And then our boy Brosu of Tampa Bay, right-handed power bat, second base, third base for CC at 39. Good play down there. Uh, Donovan Solano, if he gets to start for San Francisco, you get a piece of Coors for $3,900. That's always intriguing. Um, other than that, you got like Franklin Barreto, GPP only. He's been really kind of boomer bust. Jason Kipnis at 36, lefty-lefty, but then you'll get bullpen action there. Joe Panic only 35 in Coors. Scooter Jeanette's back. He doubled on Sunday at 3400 So a couple cheapies for you down there. Like Jeanette, Panic, not bad cheapies if you're willing to take a little bit of a risk. You got Altuve at 4K, Broso at 39, and then the big boys. Third base, talking big boys, Rafael Devers had another nice game last night. No home runs, but nice game at 55 tonight first. I'm going to try to get this one right for you real quick. Let me look it up. Jacob Wagaspak. That's what I'm going with, Wagaspak. Wow, that is a, that's Toronto for you. Um, so Devers at 55. You got Rendon at 54. So both great plays there. But then you get a lefty in Coors versus Arenado at 51. Pomerantz has been okay at home. He's been just destroyed on the road, so I don't see that ending well. Moncada versus Sparkman's good at 5K, but I love as much as I love Moncada, you play Devers, Rendon, or Arenado if you're going this high. You just play them. You probably go in order of Arenado, Devers, Rendon. They're all three great plays. Really, really good plays. Sliding on down, though, you got like uh, Chris Bryant, Matt Chapman at 45 versus Marco Gonzalez. Very nice. Same with Alex Bregman. Just starting to heat up at 45. I'd go Chapman, Brian Bregman in that range, but all really solid looks. So is Escobar in a GPP versus Lynn at 45. You drop down 100 bucks, you get Yuli Gurriel. Really good play there. But Jose Ramirez down to 43. Uh, he had a two-run double last night. 12 more points. He's averaging 11 in his last 10. 12, 7, 14, 13, 7, 11, 28. Really getting it going for J-Ram. He's 4,300 bucks. Switch hitting versus Carpenter and the rest of the Detroit bullpen. Don't mind him at all if you want to save some cash. I uh, mentioned Moustakas in a GPP earlier. Uh, Adriano Suarez in a GPP went deep yesterday. He's 42 tonight. Hey, I hit it on the head. Machado's only 4100 bucks versus Yamamoto. So GPP relevant, but on this slate, there's better plays than that, but he's in play. Uh, Heimer Candelario, I mentioned him almost every day. He went deep last night. He's averaging almost 12 points in his last 10. He's 4K if you're not using Plesak. He's in play for you as well. Brosu at 39 versus Sabathia. Talked about him already. The Hunter Dozier at 39, I think, is very intriguing. Righty-righty matchup. Cease throws very, very hard. Dozier 14-11 and 11 in his last two. Uh, GPP play if you want to save some cash with Dozier. Only if you're looking to save cash. Same with Colin Moran at 39. Uh, Dozier's got the higher ceiling. Moran maybe the safer floor, if that makes sense. But both GPP only in their matchups. 
few others. You got Vlad Guerrero Jr. at 36 versus Kashner. But Brian Anderson, one of my favorites, always cheap if you're playing Miami. He's 3600 bucks. He's in a bit of a slump, not crushing it, but third base outfit eligible versus Allen if you're looking for some uh, some Marlins love there in that matchup. And then Jake Lamb at 36, talked about him a second ago. And Chester Cuthbert of Kansas City at 34 if you want to go super cheap. Just not sure you need to go all the way down there tonight. Shortstop, you got the X-Man, 5,500 versus Wagespach. It's a very good spot for Bogarts. But Trevor Story, Coors, lefty, 54, lock it in. That's where you're going to go if you're paying up. That's that's your play. That's your chalk play. That's your play. That's simple. You go down, you like Trey Turner's okay, but Francisco Lindor at 5K is a good look outside of Story if you're going all the way up top. Elvis Anderson, 49, goes super overlooked, and he's a really good play. Averaging nine points over his last 10. Not a ton of power, but he's getting on, stealing bags. Good GPP player, good part of a, uh, a Texas stack because he'll go overlooked in that matchup. Adalberto Mondesi at 46, very intriguing versus Cease, especially if you're stacking up the Royals in any aspect there. Uh, Nico Goodrum, GPP only. Marcus Simeon versus Marco Gonzalez at 43. Simeon does love him some lefty. Jorge Polanco down to 4,200 bucks and a bit of a slump, averaging eight points in his last 10, but 0 11 and 11 in his last three, 0 11, 19. So maybe getting it going again. Kind of a boomer bust type guy, but against Steven Matz, Matz can help you get right. He's 4200 bucks. Good matchup there. Mention Machado, Didi Gregorius, 39, GPP relevant, but Brandon Crawford at 39, that's where you're going if you're saving cash. That's a great play in Coors versus Lambert. You know, the Giants, a team total of seven, lefties 382, righties 337 versus Lambert. That's a great play for B. Craw at 3,900. Don't hate that at all. Uh, Med Rosario in a GPP. You can go there. J.P. Crawford in a GPP at 36. A couple other options for you there, like Miguel Rojas. There'll be some cheapies down below if you need to go there. Outfield, 15-game slate will be ridiculous, so bear with me here. You got Blackman at 59. Okay. Yellick at 57 is very nice. Belly Bombs, double dong last night. He's 56 versus Vinny V, and Vinny V can double dong at any night of the week. You got Mookie Betts at 55. This is not bad either. Joey Gallo in a great hitting environment. But Juan Soto at 53 will go way overlooked in this one. I think he's a great play at that price point. Um, Shohei Otani at 51 is very intriguing as well. And Ronald Acuna at 5K. So you got some great spots up here. Belly Bombs, Gallo, Soto are some of the ones I like the most up here. But all you can make an argument for pretty much all of them. Dropping down now, like um, you got Austin Slater and Coors at 49. That's tough to pay for. It really is. Danny Santana at 49 I can get behind though. Uh, J.D. Martinez at 48 versus Wagespach is very sexy as well. Uh, a few more. George Springer went deep last night. He's 47 versus Heaney tonight. You can look there for sure. Nelson Cruz versus the lefty. Mats is a good spot at 46. Nelly loves his lefties, so keep that in mind versus Mats. Mentioned Cattell Marte in a GPP. Jeff McNeil as well. Great play at 4,500. Max Kepler hits lefties okay, so don't sleep on him if you're stacking the Twins. Only stacking. Don't one-off with Max, but 45 for Max is Okay. Jock jams in your GPP for sure. Ramon Lariano at 45. Very sneaky. Averaging 14.5 his last 10. 19, 10, 17, 19, 19 over his last five. Really good stuff from Ramon Lariano. Getting Marco Gonzalez tonight at 4,500. Looking at an Oakland team with a 5.3 team total. Lefty's 343. Righty's 311 versus Marco. But I like me some Ramon Lariano. He, can, he got power. He's got speed. He gets it done for you out there. You got CC at 44. Puig at 44. Both really good looks. At that price point, uh, Ian Desmond will get freed out about tonight. He's 44 versus Pomeranz. That's a very solid play. Same as Yastrzemski at 44 versus Lambert. But give me Desmond over Yastrzemski if you can. Going down even farther now. 
You got the likes of Verdugo at 43. He went deep last night. He's really swinging a hot stick. Bat in second for the Doyers. Good play there at 4300 bucks if you want to save some cash. He's in play. Um, you go down to like Nick Castellanos at 42. Jorge Soler at 42 is a good GPP play as well. Um, going down even farther now. Like Nomar Mazar at 42 in a GPP. I can get behind that. Avalisso Garcia loves him some Sabathia. Oscar Mercado should be a lot more popular tonight as he doubled dong last night. He got you 36 points. He's been slumping big time. Had a huge night last night. It's Ryan Carpenter tonight. It's a great spot. Just realize the slump he was in, so keep that in mind when you go to that booth. Malik Smith at 41 in a GPP, but the line of the Shields Juniors in play as well. Um, get into the fours and into the threes here. You got Jordan Luplo who loves hitting lefties at 4K. Garrett Cooper at 4K. Talked about him earlier. I think it's a fun Marlins play there. Uh, Michael Conforto is only 4K versus Pinata. You know Pinata's going to give up a home run or two or three. So Conforto at 4K is a good GPP. You got Schwarber at only 39 versus Desclafani. Schwarber went deep last night. 19, 16, and 14 in his last three. He's homebrewed in back-to-back games. At only 3900 bucks versus Desclafani. That's a very, very interesting play and a very cheap price point for that matchup. I like that quite a bit if you want to save some cash there. Um, dropping down even more into the threes, like Justin Upton's $3,900. Uh, Anthony Santander of Baltimore versus Voth at 38 That's a good value play there. I don't mind that at all. Lorenzo Kane slowly heating up at 3800 Jackie Bradley Jr. at 37 Definitely some guys you can get behind down here if you need to save some cash. Brian Anderson at 36 Check your lineups. There'll be more that pops up as the day goes on. Recapping your pitching real quick. Up top, you got Yamamoto, Pineda, Bueller, Lynn. In the middle, Sabathia, Cash, or Sabathia Flaherty, Kashner. Down below, Plesak, and Agrizal. Okay, when you're stacking, they're all available. But you got Coors. Colorado and San Francisco is outstanding. Cleveland can be really nice versus Carpenter. Don't mind that at all. You got Boston versus Wagaspak. Uh, the Nats are in play. Texas is a big one. Texas, Arizona could turn into a, a shootout as well. Uh, I like Texas more than Arizona, obviously, but that's a sneaky one. The Cubs versus Steve Sclafani is sneaky nice. The Mets versus Mats is sneaky nice. So many ways to go tonight. So, so many. So, if I just got to pick a few, it'd be those ones up top. Obviously, Coors, uh, Cleveland, Texas, Minnesota. Those would be my kind of my favorites for now. Lots of ways to go tonight. Lots of ways to mix and match. This is kind of a home run derby night. This is a uh, play smaller slates night. This is a cross your fingers and pray night. There, there's a lot. It's, gonna be, like, it's almost more important. If you can get the two pitchers that get you 20 plus points, you might have the nuts because there's going to be offense everywhere. So just keep that in mind. You can, you can take more gambles with your bats because there's more volatility tonight. Get those kind of for sure pitchers with some upside. That's kind of the direction I go in the lineup building again. I'll be in the member discord at, at the Quant Edge. And the Slack chat throughout the day to help answer any questions. All right, before we wrap it up, BVP per the norm. Aaron Judge is taking Ryan Stanek deep. Uh, Mike Zanino, 5 for 11 with a home run. CC Lowe's taking him deep. Kiermeyer 6 for 19, two homers. Willie Adamas, Yandy Diaz, Avisa Garcia have all taken CC deep. David Freeze, 3 for 7, two homers on Vinny V. Uh, da, 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 not much going on here in the, G, the, the BVP world tonight. Uh, you got Kyle Schwarber, 5 for 19 with a home run off DiScafani. Baez, Schwarber, Bryant, Contreras, Rizzo have all homered off of DiScafani. Something to keep in mind there. Robinson Cano, 6 for 12, two homers off Pineda. And Cano's super cheap. He's around like 3K. Keep that in mind. Yohan Mankata and Eloy Jimenez have both homered off of Glenn Sparkman. Uh, Robinson Chirinos, 4 for 11, two homers off Heaney. Altuve, 8 for 22, three doubles and a homer. 
good looking numbers there. Matt Chapman, 9 for 24 doubles and a triple off Marco Gonzalez. Olsen and Chris Davis have taken Marco Gonzalez deep. And that'll do it for your BVP, and that'll do it for Quick Hits. 15-game slate tonight. Be safe, be smart, ask all the questions you need, and go give a rating and review on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. TheQuantage.com, promo code Bubba. Get the rest of MLB free when you buy the NFL season package for $149.99. I highly, highly recommend it. But good luck on this 15-game slate. I'll be back with you tomorrow, but this was MLB DFS Quickets, your Tuesday, July 16th edition. I'm out.